The following shear is recorded, edited, and presented to you by Kol Halashon. We wish you an enjoyable and meaningful time listening. Good morning. To start your day the Torah way, Northwest London, Ches Nisan, Thursday, the 2nd of April, Rabbi Yitzchak Spitzer. The topic is Shabbos and Mitzrayim. So, we're entering our third Shabbos in isolation, and it's been rather hard than being at home. But I'd like to discuss what you went through in Mitzrayim when they were there, what a Shabbos looked like there from the little bit that we know. So, we'll start off with the Kedushas Levi, that's the Baidit Shavarov, in Parshish Yisroi, and the Aseris Adibris, on Zohar, it's Yom HaShabbos L'Katshoi, and we know later in Parshish Vatschanon, there's another one that says, Shomer, it's Yom HaShabbos L'Katshoi. There's Zohar, and there's Shomer, and the Kedushas Levi says that Shabbos is an amazing mitzvah. It's very different than all the other mitzvahs. Any other mitzvah, what's the mitzvah? The mitzvah is to do the mitzvah, the ma'asah mitzvah. Sheikh Lulav say Sheikh Lulav. The reason why we Sheikh Lulav is not part of the mitzvah. It's not a mitzvah. The reason is not a mitzvah. We Sheikh Lulav, and there's a reason for it. That's called the Tamaya mitzvah. But Shabbos is very different. Shabbos, besides the mitzvah of Shomer Shem Shabbos Lekachoy, actually being a Shomer Shabbos, there's also a mitzvah of Zohar Shem Shabbos Lekachoy, remembering why, why we keep Shabbos. And the reason for the mitzvah is also a mitzvah. There's a mitzvah, the Tameh mitzvah, the reason for the mitzvah is also a mitzvah. And when you're Mekayim, the reason for the mitzvah, because we remember, we are Mekayim a mitzvah, and this could probably be done the entire week. It doesn't have to be Dafka Shabbos to remember why we keep Shabbos. And what this the Kedush Levi says is what we say Shabbos and Musaf. We say Tikanta Shabbos and we say Tivisa Perushel. Hashem commanded the Perushim, the reason. Meaning that Shabbos is unique, that the reason for the mitzvah is also a Tivoy. Hashem commanded that we remember and think about why we keep Shabbos, and that is a separate mitzvah. So if we're talking about Shabbos, we're for sure being Mekayim, this mitzvah. So. I'll start off with a Sadur Shal Shabbos. He he wrote a sefer on Shabbos. That's of Chaim Chernovitzer. He is the Bar Maim Chaim. He wrote a special sefer on Shabbos. Sadur Shal Shabbos. As known, he was very very into Shabbos. And when he came out of the mikveh erev Shabbos, he was a head taller. And most of Shabbos by Avdala, he would go down to regular stuff. He had tzaddikim throwing with on Shabbos. So he wrote a beautiful sefer Sadur Shal Shabbos, taking apart every aspect of Shabbos. So he writes over there. We know when Hashem presented Moshe Rabbeinu with Shabbos, He told him, Moshe, I have in my treasure chest, I have an amazing, amazing present. I'm looking to give it to Kuala Yisrael. We'll tell them about it. So, the Sadrusha Shabbos asks, you know, when you buy something in a store, let's say you want to give a present to your nephew. So you're buying something in a store. You didn't buy a present, you, meaning... In the context, the person buying it, so for him it's an object, it's a chayfet. When he gives it to someone for a present, so that person is getting it bimatana. So by the mekabo, whoever got the present, he got a present. Whoever bought the present, whoever had it originally, by him it wasn't a present. So uh, Kaddish Baruch was still talking about the present when it's still laying in his treasure chest. And he's tell- he should have told Moshe Rabbeinu, I have an amazing, amazing mitzvah in my treasure chest, and I want to give it to you in bimatana. Why is Hashem saying, I have a matana in my treasure chest? By a Kaddish Baruch Hu himself, in his treasure chest, it's not a matana. 
says it's a Dush Shabbos. The Madras says that when Yidin were in Mitzrayim, they worked so hard, and Moshe Rabbeinu was growing up in base Paroi. So Moshe Rabbeinu told Paroi, if you have slaves, and they're going to slave seven days a week without rest, you're not going to have any slaves left. They're going to, and the Kirkas are going to let up, and that's going to be the end. You have to give them one day of rest. And then he chose the day, he proceeded to choose the day of Shabbos to call Israel to rest. So now, that what they do on Shabbos? Shabbos, Kalah Yisrael got together with a Rebbe, with Moshe Rabbeinu. says in the Medrash, they took out Sefer Megil Yisayim, which had their Yichus in it, Sefer Yichusayim. <laughs> and they read about that they're Bnei Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, and they're just in a different country here that's enslaving them, but really they're princes and they're Bnei Malachim, they're Bnei Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov. And they remembered Yosef Atadik's press of pocket, Yifka, that Hashem will take them out, and this is only temporary, and they're going to leave. And they were Mechazik themselves, and this Chizuk gave them the Koyach to go on for the next week. That's what the matter says. Zokta Sedur Shashabas, the Bar Ma'am Chaim, he says, He says, Now this Shabbos in the Triumph was voluntary. So Kaddish Baruch looked down and said, Wow, Look at them. Look what my children are doing. I didn't ask them, but they voluntarily, they got together on Shabbos, and they were mechazik themselves in their Yiddishkeit, that they're going to be stronger, and that they're not going to give up, and they're going to keep their Jewish identity. And Kaddish Baruch so much tainuk, so much nachas, from the Bnei Avram Yitzchak that he took all this tainug and all this love that he got from Kala Yisrael, all his heartwarming feelings, he took it all and put it into his treasure chest. This was a special present that Kajbarko had from Kala Yisrael, that getting together in Mitzrayim and being Zechmachazek, he put that away in his treasure chest. And then later, after he took them out of Mitzrayim, he tells Kala Yisrael, tells Moshe Rabbeinu, I have this amazing present that I got from Kala Yisrael, which I stored away up here. And now I want to give it back to Kala Yisrael in the form of Shabbos as a tzivui, that they should be commanded to rest and to remember why they rest. And to have that day all for themselves, to think about me and to be mechazim themselves and to give them koyach for the next week. Now I saw an Emes Liyakov or Yakov Kamenevsky. I don't recall, if, remember anymore if it's in Pasha Shemois or Ve'ero. He also quotes this Madrash, and he says a fascinating thing. On Shabbos we say, We're going to sing the song of Shabbos. It's great to praise Hashem and to sing to His name. Now, it's a it's a very nice capital of Tehillim. But it doesn't say a word about Shabbos. We say we're going to sing the song of Shabbos. We proceed to say an entire capital without mentioning a word about Shabbos. And at the end of the capital, we finish off, Lahagid, you know what this capital is coming to tell you? Ki Hashem. Hashem is straight. There's no fault in Hashem. Whatever he does with the Cheshman. So it's a very nice capital about Amunah. It's a capital about believing in Hashem, believing in, that he has his drachim, <coughs> but to say that the song about Shabbos is schwer. So Zechariah Yaakov Kamenevsky, we find in the Gemara of Basra, Daf Yadal Adamant Beis on the bottom, that Sefer Tehillim wasn't only written by David Amalek, it was written by ten individuals, and one of them being Moshe Rabbeinu, and Rashi brings down over there that the ten kapitlach that Moshe Rabbeinu was Machaber was from Tzadik, from Tzilal Moshe, the next eleven kapitlach. That's through Mizmah Lasoida. So, now, those, you look at those ten kapitlach, those are the ten kapitlach 
of Mishalayam Shabbos, which is Tzadik Beis, and then you have the Shirshal Yom Revi, Kalm Tukam Mitz Hashem, Tzadik Dalad, Hashem Malach, you have Tzadik Gimel, then Lechun Aranana, and all these Kapitlach that we say in Kabbalah Shabbos go from Tzadik Hay um, through almost the end, and then we have Mizmah Lasaida. These are amazing, very nice Kapitlach. And then the Gemara also says that maybe Sefer Eev was written by Moshe Rabbeinu, the Fiwam and the Omer. Dr. Biakov Kamenetsky, you look through these Kapitlach, you look through Sefer Eev, they're all dealing with a very big question that was in everybody's minds in those times. That's the big question of Tzadik Viraloi Rasha Vatoivloi. How come the oppressors are having such a good time and Klaiyasol, which is the Amma Nifchar, is having such a hard time? So that's what these. And Moshe Rabbeinu, probably when they got together with Moshe Rabbeinu, Shabbat and Mitzrayim, they read from the Swan that Moshe Rabbeinu himself was Machabra and they were Machatim themselves in this Indian of Tzadik Viraloi and Rasha Vatoivloi. Why is it like that? So. So Moshe Rabbeinu's mechabed is kapitluch for them, and they spoke about it, and they're mechazik themselves about these things, and that's what the whole kapitluch of Mizmor Shiliyam Shabbos talks about. That even though someone asks Malayla, it's dark and we don't always see, but we know that Hashem has the ultimate plan, and we have to still sing His praises. And smagadlu masacho that Hashem has a smayer to plan to befreich Hashem k'mayetsav, even though Hashem they see them sprout up. But there really is a tachlis is lishanam and they have to drop them from such a high place that they should never recover. And only Hashem will be king then. And the end will be that there will be no more bad and there will be looked after. And then we finish Lahagid. Look at the Yaakov Kamenevsky. doesn't mean this capital is going to talk about Shabbos. It means when Kalei Yisrael got together in Mitzrayim with the Rebbe Moshe Rabbeinu, what did they talk about? When they got together on Shabbos to sing, what did they talk about? This is the song of Shabbos, what they sang in Mitzrayim. They spoke about this. They spoke about Lahagid Kiyosha Hashem. They spoke about Tzadik Barali Rosh and that at the end, Kal Yisrael is going to go out the winners. And Hashem, Kilayitash Hashem Amav in Achlos Leyaziv. And now we find from the Divrei Shmu of Slanim, an amazing story. <laughs> in those towns, there was no Tamidacham to be found. Someone needed a Adam for his a son-in-law for his daughter. So he went and he took someone that had Yerushimayim, but didn't know Ivra, didn't know Aleph Beis. And the Shver married him off to his daughter and slowly but surely taught him the Aleph Beis, the Ivra. And then he was teaching him Tefillah. And he was teaching him about about Krishna and when they were teaching the Pasuk Shema Yisrael you know here Ka Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Achad He is the only one He is the one and all Va'ahavta Eitz Hashem Alekecha Yushalav Hashem Chalavavcha Chal Nafshcha and here the Adam said stop the son-in-law said if it's true what you taught me in Shema that he is the one and only and he created everything he needs me a little town's boy in this little town here to love him what does he have from that? So the Shai said, yeah, he, he wants you to love him. That's amazing. He says, no, 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 no. If Hashem is what Hashem is, it doesn't make sense that he should have something from the fact that little me loves him. So they went to the Divrei Shmuel of Slonim, that he should pass him. The Divrei Shmuel told the Adam that Hashem loves us so much. He has such a gavaldi gahava to us that that's why he wants that even little us, we should love him back. Because he loves us so much, he wants us to love him back. And the son-in-law, which was simple town folks boy, he said, that's amazing, if Hashem loves me so much, then I really love him back. And the Devish Mul said that he achieved a true Madragan Ahavas Hashem. So we see this is the real Ahavas Hashem, to mirror back the Ahava that he has for us back to him. And I saw in the Torah's office, they bring a Gavaldi Gavart from the, I think it's the first Lanam Rebbe, in Parshish Yisroi, 
and he laid in front of them like this. What does it mean, whatever Hashem said will do? He says, Hashem said, told Kla Yisrael, I love you so much. I love you so much. You're going to be you're going to be the Amsegula. You're going to be Mamlechus Kehanim. You're going to be a Ben Melech. And the Kali Yisrael said, Hashem, Nasev. Hashem loves us so much. All those things, all those things of Ahava that He said to us, we're going to do Nasa. We're going to do back to Him. And we're going to mirror back. We're going to show Him back that same Ahava. But Yashav Hashem. went back to tell Hashem how much it is that Kali Yisrael loves Him. But we see even before Hashem took us out in Mitzrayim, <laughs> Hashem was aware he's storing in a special treasure box all that Ahava that Kal Yisrael had for him, which is an amazing chizik for these days. Now we are sitting an entire weeks and weeks, we're sitting in isolation, and the words Kilishawaska Kivinu Kal takes on a whole new meaning. It doesn't. It's not just Kol Yom that every day, you know, we set aside a few minutes to yearn for him. It's, it's Kol Yom. It's the entire day. There's nothing else to think about. Only about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we know that He is the one guiding this. And and we're in it. We're in it. And we're only saying, But we can use these weeks. We can use these weeks to think about our half of him. <coughs> to think about how much we love him, and what we have, we can use these Shabbosim that we have, even though we can't get together with our Rebbe, with Moshe Rabbeinu, like they did in Mitzrayim, but we now know that Hashem stores every bit of Ahava and yearning that He has for him, that He has for Shabbos, every feeling that He is in the mitzvah of Zohar, knowing the time of Shabbos, and strengthening our Amuno, and Hashem takes all that and puts it in his treasure chest. Here you won't have it in his treasure chest just from Shabbos, I'll have it from the entire week. And we hope that Hashem will give that back to us as the great Matana. Hashem will say, I want to give Kali Yisrael this Matana from all this yearning piled up with all the yearning of Kali Yisrael from Tzapal Yeshua for the last 2,000 years. And I want to give them the Yom Shekula Shabbos that the entire week will be like Shabbos. That will be an amazing, an amazing gift. Now I want to go through a little this capital from Moshe Rabbeinu that he made Tzadik Dalet, Shirshul Yom Revi. Shirshul Yom Revi says, Ashrei HaGever Ashtei Yisrenu Ka our office in Mitzrayim were mechatik themselves. The fortune is the man that Hashem gives me surim, and he learns from the Torah. The Radak explains that to mean that the Rishon say, "Hey, look, you guys are doing good, but look how many years you're in Galus, and you're saying it's your, for your Torah." So we tell him, "Yes, it's for our Torah." We say, we learn that from from our Torah. Our Torah teaches us that. Our Torah says, "Kikashi Yasser Ishas Benoi Hashem Alekechem Yasreko." And it also says, In the end, and then we go on and we say, in that that Hashem will never leave us alone, and He will always be with us. And then we say, even though I have so many machshavas in me. And I have so many machshavas that why the galus is so long. Still, tanchumecha yishashu nafshi. I look into the different tanchumen that the neviim said, and I I am relieved that we're going to be nigal. And then when Mashiach will come, 
And we finish off That means that Hashem will one day repay the Risham and be machin them. And then we say again, When the Gemara says, Even though they weren't on Wednesdays, Levim were Dafka singing this year, they were singing this capital Tzadik Dalad. And the Goyim marched in after they said, And they didn't. They weren't able to say, the Levim weren't able to sing again, the Yatsmisa Masham Alekeinu, which the double Lashon goes on, Dr. Adak, that the Verasim Yatsmisa means that even though, not Dr. Adak, the Matsudis David, says, Yatsmisa Masham, that even if it will take long, but for sure at the end, they won't get away clean, Hashem will, will be machris them. But then it wasn't the time yet, and they weren't able to say, Yatsmisa Masham Alekeinu. But today, we could say, Yatsmisa Masham Alekeinu, and we could finish off the next three, Sukkum that we add the Shir Shayam Ravi of Lachuna Ramna, Lachuna Ramna, Zakda Radak, Kain Yomri Yisrael Bimaisa Mashiach. These are Kapitak that Moshe Rabbeinu said with Yidin the Mitzrayim. That Yidin will say, Yemaisa Mashiach, that Lachuna Ramna Lashem. And that is maybe perhaps why, when we welcome Shabbos, we welcome Shabbos with these Kapitak of Lachuna Ramna and on from Moshe Rabbeinu. And Mizmash Liyam Shabbos is also from Tzadik Beis. These are all for the same reason, because Shabbos happened. From these kapitluk, from the fact that Christ was themselves with these things, from Tzadik Rali, Rosh Vatoyloi, and Lechuna Ramna is already going in, Moisam Sheikh, Christ was already celebrating, in Mitzrayim, they're already celebrating that one day Sheikh is going to come, and at the end of the Golas, we're going to have an ultimate salvation, and that's why we have to appreciate when we bring in Shabbos with these words what we're actually saying. Now, I want to say over a Moridiga Mashal that Rabbi Kesselman, he was a Mashpia and Chabad, he said over an amazing Mashal, which Mamash hits home, especially now, avoid uh, that yes, Mashiach is probably on his way, and we have to be Mitzapa from every day, but there's a Moridiga Avoid that we can only do now before Mashiach comes. He said a story of a king that, you know, a king doesn't play basketball or baseball, he, there's a, the king's sport was always hunting. But to hunt in a forest, you can't go with your with a king's robe, but it'll get stuck on the thorns. So the royal chariot went to one tree in the forest, and that's where the king hung up on the tree his royal garbs. And then he went into the forest, you know, just with his t-shirt and his jeans, and he made a kill, and he came back. <laughs> the king was very familiar with his area on the forest, but one day he almost got a deer, and he, he was running after it. He decided, I'll just go another few steps. And before he knew it, before he knew it, he was lost in the forest. And there was no way out, and the sun was baking down on him, and he was very, very thirsty. And he was getting very hungry, and then night fell, and it got very dark. And he heard all the animals making their sounds, and it got very cold. And the king was not used to being so uncomfortable for so long. And from the distance, at some point, he sees a little, a little nair, a little candle, and he inches towards that candle, and he sees a little hut, a few boards, and a straw roof, and he knocks. And there's a little Yidla, Chatzko, lives there. And he opens up, he says, I don't believe it, what are you doing here in the forest in the middle of the night? I, I recognize you're the king, because your face is on all the dollar bills and all the coins. The king said, thank you, but I got lost, and all I need is just a bed. I am so tired and worn out from the entire day, please just give me a bed. Haskell says, I would love to give you a bed, but we don't own any beds in this shack. There are no beds. We have a little straw, which we spread on the floorboards, and that's what we sleep on. So the king said, 
said, are you sure you don't want to eat anything? Drink something, you look so tired. He says, what do you have to offer a king? You have, you have nothing. He says, I have nothing, but in the back I have a goat. And I can squeeze some fresh goat milk for the king. It'll be warm, it'll be creamy, it'll be fresh. The king says, okay. I'll hop back my neshama a little like that. Chafka said, I have one problem. There's no cups in this house. I have in my backyard, if I dig a little, I'll find a rusty old mug. I'll rinse it out. I'll do the best job possible. And then I'll put in the milk for the king. And kachava. And the king drank the milk, and he never tasted something sweeter. And Chatzko laid out some straw, and he never had a more restful night. He woke up tomorrow, the next day, a new man. And the king tells Chatzko, I'm going to repay you. These days of living in the shack are over. Chatzko walked him out of the forest, and he was told that you're going to get a check from the palace to build over your entire place over here, we're going to build a palace, we're going to make you a baron, and good times are starting, and attack didn't take long, the check came, and the work started, and within two weeks, there was an amazing big palace there, and Haskell was the baron inside it, and so, one day, Zambo, which had a root, Haskell's friend, he used to go by over there in the forest, once a month, to bring merchandise to a different place, he went by and he couldn't believe what he saw. Instead of the little hut and shack that was always there, there's a massive palace. He said he has to investigate. So Zambo went and knocked on the big oak door and one of the servants opened up. Then he says, can I please speak to Chatzkel? He says, Chatzkel, watch your mouth. It's the Baron. He said, okay, the Baron. Can I, can I go in to the Baron? He said, do you have an appointment? He says, I need an appointment to meet Chatzkel. He says, watch how you speak. Okay. He waits his turn, he goes in, and he sees Chaskel sitting behind the big mahogany desk, and he says, Chaskel, I don't believe it. What happened to you? She says, what do you mean what happened to me? The king was in my house, that's what happened. He says, what do you mean the king was in your house? You have nothing to offer a king. He says, Anakanami, but the king was by me. He says, but what did you offer him? And he said, I offered him a little bit of straw, I offered him a rusty mug, and some goat milk. And Zanvil says, and for that the king gave you such a palace? He says, yes. He says, I don't believe it. Chaskel, I really want to catch up with you, but I have work to do. Zanvo runs out, gets onto his horse, runs home, takes a bundle of straw, a rusty mug, and some goat's milk, and he makes his way to the king's palace. He knocks on the door, a soldier opens up, and he says, yes. He says, I have something very important to talk to the king. He says, get out of here. You know, we have enough Meshagam knocking on the door. He says, no, 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 no. You know Chatzkel, the king's best friend? Well, I'm Chatzkel's best friend. So I'm sure the king wants to hear what he has to say. Okay. They made him an appointment. And Zanvil comes into the throne room. And then he bows down. He puts down the straw over there on the red carpet in front of the king. Takes out a rusty mug and pours the milk and says, here, I need a malach drink. It didn't take long, obviously. And the soldiers were at his neck. They were ready to drag him out and put him in prison. And Zanvil started crying. He said, what's the difference? My friend Chatzko gave you these same items, and he got a palace. And here, I'll bring it, and you're considering me a murder mouth because you're throwing me out of the palace. So the king said, Zanvil, Zanvil, what don't you understand? Chatzko found me in a matzav where I was all alone in the forest. I was hungry, I was thirsty. When you find the king in such a matzav, then when you give the king for a little bit of straw, for some goat milk, and for a rusty mug, you can get a palace. 
But Zambul, you're finding the king where he's sitting on his throne, surrounded with all his advisors and all his soldiers. And then, to bring the king such low items as straw and goat milk, you're a married Malchus. So if Castleman finished off the marshal, he said, you know, when Mashiach will come, which is very soon, there will be, the Chavetz Chaim will wake up, Rav Chaim Oizer will wake up, the Vilna Goyen, the Bashem, the Rebbe Meilech, everyone, all these Oivde Hashem that were Oivde Hashem with every last ounce of their blood and sweat, they'll get up and they'll be Oivde Hashem with their Madragas, which they acquired. And us, the Yidden from the 2020 generation, will also come and do our Oivde and, you know, what will our avoid to be worth? Who knows? Who knows they'll even look at us? And hopefully, they'll find room for us too. But they'll be much bigger than us, and we'll be the door of 2020. We'll be the door that brought Mashiach, but they'll be much bigger than us. Who knows what our avoid will be worth when we bring this king a little straw, a rusty, a rusty mugs, and whatever avoidance we have. But now, we have an opportunity. Now we're finding the king in a massive where all the tzaddikim from previous generations, they're all sleeping. They're all by the kids that are covered. And Hashem is looking down at us with his big ahava. He wants to hear our avoid. He wants to hear us, how much we love him. And then we come into the picture and we offer whatever little astagas and madragas we have, a little bit of straw, a little bit of goat milk, a rusty mug. And we say, this is what we could do. But, you know, you l'rotten, as if... I did the Avoidus, and I love you so much, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Hashem takes that, and in this matzav, even for that, Hashem can give us a palace, and Hashem will give us. And Hashem's taking that tainug and putting it away. And now we never know. It's the hard part. I once heard from a batchem, he said that it's very hard. Like, just like it's hard to give a share when you don't see the audience, it's even harder to do batchanas to be a comedian when you don't hear it. So he, he once had a nephew that was getting married in there to throw. And so they asked him if during the mitzvah dance, they'll, they'll call him up, and he'll, he's in America, he'll give some different batchanas, they'll, put him on, they'll plug him on into the speaker system, and they'll hear a few minutes of him, and that will be... For his brother, Lakava, his brother, will make a surprise. So Kachava, they take a plug in his phone, and the, the player told him that they're putting him on mute in order that the sound shouldn't get messed up, the sound system. And he'll have to give Batchana. So he sat down in his dining room, and he said a joke. And obviously it's quiet from the other side because he's on mute. And he can't hear if the Olam's laughing or not. And that's the hardest thing for a comedian not to see if the Olam is getting the joke or not. And he decided to hang up the phone, but he was himself, and he went on for the entire 10 minutes, and then they took him off mute, and here's everyone in the hall, and all saying, thank you, thank you. And a few hours later, he gets a phone call from his brother, and it's Shro, and he says, you don't know what you did for me. You you saved the chasana, the, the, the batchan that was by the chasana was a very nice, he knew how to make very nice rhymes. He spoke about all the babas, all the deceased babies and zaydis. But you, with your words, you, mamsh, you lit up the place. So he says, oh, they were able to hear me there? He says, sure. It was mamash as if you were alive in the hall. And he says, and the oilum laughed? So what do you mean laughed? The oilum was falling from the chairs. The oilum was laughing so hard. And he thanked them and he hung up. Later, Rabbi Matcha said that it hit him. You know, we're sent down in this world... And we're told to do mitzvahs and ma'asim toivim, but we don't see what effect our mitzvahs and ma'asim toivim has on the oil of So if we're sent down here and we're put on mute, and we, ne- we can never see if 
Is Hashem enjoying my voice? Does He even care about what I'm doing? But when we got up in that world, and everyone will greet us, Ah, oh, Baruch Haba! <coughs> I will say, was I even heard here? What do you mean? They'll say, what do you mean? If we heard you. You were Mamash here the entire time. He says, the Oilam at Anur Gahat, the Oilam enjoyed it. He says, what do you mean enjoyed it? We Mamash, the Oilam is here, at such timing from your avoid, Hashem was taking your avoid the entire time and putting it into a special treasure chest. You cannot imagine what your avoid did. But now, we could explain it even better. Because this corona is an invisible thing. Something that no one can see. Only very, very microscopic. And still, it could destroy an entire world or bring it to a halt. And make such damage. So can we imagine, Hashem is trying to show us what our Kayach and the Oilam is with the Darvish of Yes, it's nothing tangible and we don't see it and we don't know its effects. But Hashem is telling us that your Avoida, your Avoida is turning the Oilamas. It is giving a Koyach and a Tanug and a Chiyas into all the Oilamas. Every Darvish of Gdusha is saying, we're sitting up here and you bring down so many Ashpois to the world that you cannot imagine what your Avoida is worth. And so, this has to be the chizik in these days, that we're sitting here at home, and we're doing Shabbosim at home, without being able to go into Hashem Taiko and say, Omni Yashmei and all the other things that are so beautiful, which we now realize how much we miss. And now we realize how much hargeshim and feelings we truly have for Kaddish Baruch how much our yearning and how it really is to Him. And all this, Hashem takes it, and Hashem will put it into His base Genazov. And Hashem will put it in there together with the tears of all there is before us. And Hashem will say, Wow, look at my children in the Gaulus, in the Gaulus of Edom. They're all the way at the end. And still, they're being mechazic themselves. And they're loving me so much. I'm going to give that love back to them. The love from the entire weekend, from Shabbos, as a Yom Shekule Shabbos, as a time for them to be able to rejoice with me. And I heard... That in Mitzrayim, Gaulus Mitzrayim was for 430 years. That's what it says in the Pasuk. Really, it was only 210 years. So it's missing 220 years. Hashem took off from Gaulus Mitzrayim 220 years. If we, if the world, the world we know is 6,000 years. If Hashem will deduct the 220 years from our Gaulus, that ends up being year 5780, which is Tav Shempei, which is our year now. So we really hope that we'll be zorichet to the Geula Shalem and Meheri Vimeinu. Amen. And everyone should stay healthy and wealthy and in great spirits. Thank you very much for listening. The shir you've listened to was recorded and edited for you by Kol Halashon. You're invited to continue listening at any time to all the shirim and drushos in all topics by all the Rabbanim on Kol Halashon.